This is the Gore and Mole Podcast with your host, TJ Bowser, Chad Chrisman, and Wes Payne. The man behind the mask. The What's up, guys, and welcome to another episode of the Gore and More Podcast. This is your host, TJ Bowser, and bringing the pain, as always, is Wes, the Possessor Pain. Yo, 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 yo. And writer and director, Alex Probst. What up? Today is April Fool's Day 2019, and fuck, let me tell you, man, it's been one hell of a week. But I'm going to let Wes go first. Uh, yeah, nothing special with my week. Uh, just, you know, didn't have my kid this weekend, so I got some stuff done uh around the house nothing nothing big another boring week for me took the car and the bike out for a ride and i saw that nice enough to yeah it's nice enough to did you, you know, visit take your brother? the dust off of them what's that did you visit your brother is that who you visited yeah i went to, saw my brother he doesn't live far away about 20 minutes i took the motorcycle over to down to him and you know fearing for my life every time i get on this goddamn thing i gotta sell this thing before i'm dead but uh you know, I need uh, my co-host. Other than that, it's fun. <laughs> What's that? I need my co-host. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. What about you, so, Alex? Oh uh, man, it's been a pretty fucking boring week. Haven't haven't really done much. You know, I just I just hung out. Really, it's really boring. I, my life is super boring. So <laughs> I'm right there with you, man. It's not, you mine's know. not very special either. Yeah. Uh, so I work five days a week, and uh, I go home. Jerk off, take a shit. You know, that's all I do. Hell yeah. <laughs> hey, what else is <laughs> What is this there to do, you know? All right. We're all human. Got to keep those juices flowing. <laughs> oh, keep for sure. If, you, for if sure. you stop doing that, they, they, they seize up. I mean, look, we all... We all saw the Wolf of Wall Street, right? I mean, right. jerk off That's two right. times a day at least. That's what McConaughey said. So I go by what McConaughey says. That was my favorite part in that movie. I love that movie. But that was uh, that part. I wish he was actually in it more. I do it was too. Hilarious. Man, I he, thought that was the only downfall of that movie that he wasn't in it more. Yeah, exactly. I really he should have had way more screen time because I love McConaughey and anything, man. And I shit, just they should have replaced him with uh, fucking. Um, Shit, I can't even remember anybody from that movie to be honest right now. Not Jonah Hill. Never, never replaced Jonah Hill. Yeah, he was. I can't. He was I can't Matthew McConaughey. He was great. Yeah, I can't that put part, a classic part. I could watch it a hundred times and yeah. I laugh at the same way. Oh, yeah, I mean, sometimes you just got to be sitting down, like at a you know any public place, mostly a restaurant. You just start banging on your chest, you know, just some yeah. <laughs> You know, that's it. That's right. People, people look at you like, "What the fuck?" Just like, "Sorry, man, I just did coke and jerked off." You know what? You <laughs> and quaaludes, right. always quaaludes. <laughs> uh, this week, I spent some time with Sarah. Her grandmother passed away, so uh, all day Friday, I spent at the old uh, funeral home. Yeah, very depressing uh, stuff, but it's it's fitting for the horror podcast, you know, death and gloomy, all that sort of shit. Yeah, but, man, way to bring the fucking mood down. Oh, don't yeah, worry, man. we'll bring it fucking <laughs> back up again. End this episode. Uh, you just killed it. Uh, yeah, Life is good. a nightmare. Death is a gift. Let's be honest. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, but yeah. yeah, I got some. I got my risers for my like the inserts for my boots today. That makes me six three when I cosplay. Uh, our new uh, sponsor. Yeah. What are you, Kane Hodder? No, I, it's <laughs> motherfucker. How tall is Richard Brooker? Oh, I don't know. How, six I three, don't know. motherfucker. That's how accurate I am. 
Oh, yeah, okay, that's okay. true. What are you, you're six? Well, you're six one. I'm, I'm six foot. Uh, my boots make me another inch, right. and then I put an, uh, an inch and uh, three quarters uh, riser in them. So I'm I'm pretty damn. You're gonna like a, like a, a Jason bitch in high heels. I don't look like a Jason bitch in high heels. You're such an <laughs> asshole. You're such an asshole. It actually oh, relieves yeah. pressure on my calves when I walk. Really? Oh, yeah. come on now. That's I'm serious. Bad. That's what they're made for. All right. Yeah. All right. I'm just telling you, man. I'm just telling you. Uh, I got the shipping notice from Topher, uh, a new kind of fear customs. Uh, we'll play his ad soon. Uh, he shipped my two part three masks. I got a Shelly and a barn scene. And then he also shipped us that giveaway mask that we're doing for the uh, NES part eight, you know, uh, Retro takes Manhattan type stuff. Uh, that will be probably along this week. And then Jeff over at Horror School Customs sent me my Strangers Pray at Night Man in the Mask uh, hood. That's coming on over. Not hood, but like it's a baghead mask. You guys know what I'm talking about from Strangers. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, yeah. That's on its way over. I got bad masks. Just messaged me. He just started rehauling my Halloween 8 mask. So that should be coming soon. And I got my new coveralls in, Wes. And they actually fit this time. <laughs> well, wait. Coveralls for the Michael Myers you're talking about? Yes. What? Wait. You never never told me they never fit before. Yeah, I ordered the set, and they ended up being a size small. And I tried to put them on, you know. And I'm I'm an XL boy, and <laughs> it didn't work. Even Shad didn't fit in them. That's how small. The they question were. is, though, <laughs> whether they were tight or not. Did they show a dick print? Yes. Very, very well, clear. Then you should have kept, uh, kept them. Then you should have kept right. Them. They wouldn't go the over my shoulders. Will dig that. <laughs> or would you dig that? Well, either way, someone's digging. <laughs> also, I uh, dig it from the last right. episode that you, you said that after the episode that you were going to go check to see if you have a vagina. Uh, can you confirm or deny of that now? Wait, I was going to do what? You were going to check to see if you had a vagina. Oh no, I have a penis. Still. Okay, okay. Just Although sure. after reviewing this movie, I my dick did uh, go inside my body. Into the- <laughs> <laughs> I'm not too high on this movie, so yes, yes. But so that's, that's- before we get started. On the movie today, a little message from our sponsors. Dormore is brought to you in part by A New Kind of Fear Customs. Friday the 13th inspired custom gaming controllers, hockey masks, latex masks, and collectible statues. You can find them on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at A New Kind of Fear Customs. Do you like photography, cosplay, and Friday the 13th? Then check out 13 Gallows Lane. You can find them on Facebook at Gallows Goes to Hell, on Instagram at 13 Gallows Lane, and on Patreon at Emily Helene. Warning, some content not safe for work. So, today's movie is 1986's April Fool's Day. Very fitting for today, guys. Directed by Fred Walton, written by Danilo Bach. Is that right? Danilo Bach. That's what we're in. Produced by Frank Mancuso Jr. Now, before I go further, what other movie did he produce? Troll 2. I'm pretty sure he's heavily involved in the Friday the 13th franchise. Oh, shit. Death, that explains it. Starring Jay Baker as Harvey Edison Jr. Uh, who's the Biff guy? What's his actual name? Uh, Oh shit, man! I just fucking had it. It's uh, hold on, hold on. Give me, give me a second. I had it up, and then my dumbass fucking put it away. It's oh fuck! Come on now. Oh man, this is bad. No, I got it. It's uh, Thomas F. Wilson. Okay. Uh, Deborah Foreman as Muffy slash Buffy St. John. Deborah Goodrich as Nikki Brashares. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know how to say that last name. Ken what? Olant as Rob Ferris. Olant. Olant. Griffin O'Neill as Skip St. John. 
Lay Pinsent as Nan Youngblood, <laughs> Clayton Roan as Chaz Vizneski, 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 and Amy fucking Steele as Kit Graham. Amy Steele is from Amy Steele. What movie is she from, uh, Wes? The Debbie Does Dallas. Oh my god! I'm pretty sure she's from Part Two of F13. Oh. Uh, Sounds like a porn name, though, oh. doesn't Amy Steele? Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Right. Uh, music by Charles Bernstein. Uh, cinematography by Charles Minsky, edited by Bruce Green, distributed by Paramount Pictures. Oh, okay. That's where Frank Mancuso comes from. Okay. Released March 30th, 1986, with about a runtime of 89 minutes, a budget of $5 million, and grossed just over $12 million. Uh, so. Get the trailer, then we'll get the plot rundown going, boys. Hit it. Oh, this looks like shit. <laughs> the music choice is so Paramount weird. Pictures cordially Great invites song, you for a Great weekend song. getaway at the party to end all parties. This is the craziest party that could that's three dogs a night, baby. I turn on lights because I don't want to see. Ah! April Fool, not to come. Welcome to my home. <laughs> and lifestyles of the rich and undeserving. Wrong. Uh, Join eight privileged guests who are just dying <laughs> to have fun. Jesus Christ. Wow, what is this? The bridal suite? You like it? The ladies. I find it useful. Right. The gentleman. We, we, we did on the first date. The young. Well, basically, I possess a, an essential lack of seriousness. <laughs> and the restless. It's the best line in the whole movie. You are such a jerk. Everyone is having like, such a okay. great time. It's scary. April Fool's Day. Get ready to party till you drop. <laughs> that is so <laughs> shitty. Absolutely awful. That is no popcorn slogan, let me tell you that. No, nothing Wes, is. Would really. you like That's to read really the plot rundown, movie. Wes? Sure. Um, one of th- one of three of blah, blah, blah. No, no, one no. of three plot rundown, from- not Chad's notes. Oh, oh <laughs> Chad's notes, sorry. When a group of college students decides to spend spring break at the secluded island estate of their wealthy classmate Muffy, St. John Deborah Forham Foreman, what starts out as a fun hedonistic Hidden, hidden, whatever. The fuck does that mean? Turn, <laughs> I, I don't know. Weekend turns into something more sinister. Muffy is very fond of practical jokes and sets up numerous gags throughout her mansion. But when friends begin going missing and turn up dead, they realize that they're trapped on an isolated aisle with a mysterious and brutal killer. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. <sighs> All so, right. uh... What'd you guys think of the movie? Uh, Alex, you go first. I mean, uh, it wasn't horrible. I didn't think, I mean, it, I, I wasn't what I was expecting. I'll give you that. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, but I didn't. I didn't think it was bad. I didn't think it was great. But you know, it you know it, it is what it is. I wouldn't watch it again. That's all I'm saying. Ah, uh, Wes, absolutely horrendous. <laughs> uh, one, of the, one, one of the worst car movies I've probably ever seen. Really, and I've seen a. Uh, I, I, there was nothing to this movie at all. I liked. There's no kill science scenes. I liked. I, I had a hard because there's time no to, fucking kill scenes, Wes. Yeah, uh, well, I, I know, but even like, what <laughs> I'd like to know where the fuck the five million dollar budget went if there's no goddamn practical effects. All the practical effects are in the fucking uh, jokes they play on each other. It's, it's, it's. There's nothing. It, it takes forty minutes. Almost, I counted. I, I, because I hit my thing stop where the action started it took almost 40 minutes to really get going yeah which the movie's almost over by then and you're like bored half to death i almost fell asleep i spent half the time looking at my phone watching this movie it was so bad <laughs> um it just it, it, nothing I, I didn't i can't take away anything good from this movie it's it's top five worst movies i've ever seen for horror movies might be worst movies I've ever seen all around Wow, uh, I I did not care for it one bit. I, I would never uh, recommend this movie to anyone. But is this the first movie we've done that you hated? Yes, I've never. Yeah, I'm not like that. Usually, I'm pretty you know open. Uh, I can deal with cheese and some stuff, but this this gave me nothing. I just walked away like, what did, what did I just do? I wanted to commit suicide <laughs> after I watched this. I thought it was very funny at times, uh, and I'll get into my favorite scene later, and I think you guys might remember it, but. I think the movie's okay for what it is. I feel like it's like your basic 80s slasher. They try to do something different, and I appreciate it for the fact that they did try to do something different. Whether that was pulled off well enough or not, that and also the lack of uh, spe- the lack of practical effects and death scenes. But then again, that comes full yes. circle at the end of the movie, which kind of explains everything. Uh, can't show death scenes if they're not actually dead. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> except the one thing uh, is the stab in the crotch for that one dude. Uh, oh, that was uh, just a period. Was that at the beginning? <laughs> uh, that was no, near that the was, end. That uh, was in the mid- oh, like, okay. yeah, the end. Where she <laughs> like she he's she's on the bed and he's in that like S and M gear and he's talking. Oh he's, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. There and she's like you know calling his name fifteen million times and removes back something. I don't know what it was a sheet or something. And, and it's like, like a stab a little, in the dick. A little yeah, yeah, a little, yeah. He yeah. got fucking popped in the crotch like Tupac. So. <laughs> Yeah, I think yeah. I, yeah, I actually wrote that down because that was the only part of the movie that like or the only death in quotes, I guess that like you Yeah, know, there was a lot of severed heads funny, in this movie. Was funny to me. <laughs> yeah, the severed head thing was yeah. There was a lot. <laughs> there was they a lot. You know what they should have done? They should have showed that part where his crotch is bleeding and then and then panned the camera over and then just showed his like dick like flopping on the ground. <laughs> <laughs> that would have been the shit. It's okay, like, wow, it's just the it joke. I yeah, told, I was like, "Wow, this movie's pretty cool." Now, <laughs> <laughs> that happen, so. okay, yeah, about about an hour in, I hated this movie, but you know what? It's all right now. It's got a yeah, right. I uh, would have changed my mind if I would have. So, what it. you're saying is, is full frontal male nudity and a penis would have saved this movie, Wes? Uh, not in a, I'm not gay or anything, but probably yeah. <laughs> in a non-gay way, yeah, it would have. I'm saved not gay, movie. but I want to see some dick. I'm not gay, I mean, but I want to see <laughs> I mean, I mean, look, we all watch Game of Thrones, right? I mean, <laughs> right, right. Yeah, right. You, exactly. Yeah. So, uh, so. Chad may, may not be here today, but he did leave us notes. One of three horror films from 1986 that takes place on April Fool's Day, the others being Killer Party and Slaughter High. Okay. Hmm. Uh, it is part of a 1980 cycle of slasher films with titles and subjects based around commemorative days and events that got made after the box office success of 1978's Halloween. 
The movies include the film sequels. Includes the that film's sequels, Prom Night, Graduation Day, and My Bloody Valentine for for Valentine's Day and Spoof Saturday the 14th. Uh, the Slumber Party Massacre, April Fool's Day, Friday the 13th, and its sequels. Uh, yeah. Uh, that's very true, I guess. Just, 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 this was just a poorly presented uh, attempt at a slasher film. I mean, how the fuck can they mess this up when they went so right with Friday the 13th? You know what I mean? Guys, are we talking just throwing this in the wastebasket after it was made? Yeah. yeah, are we talking, uh, you know, parts one and two of uh, Friday the 13th or uh, the rest of them? I see, I, I think one through four is like the coolest thing ever. I mean, if you see, continue, I can. Sorry, sorry. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I, I agree with you on that. I hate three, I really do. I, I don't know oh why. Oh my There's god, something. who are you? I know. I don't know, but I really like four. So yes. I'm weird. Four is way know. better than three. It's not even close. Easy killer. Yeah. I mean, listen, yeah. I like three. I just watched it the other night. It's all right, but it's it's over the top cheese. Yeah. And it's and 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 there's and honestly, the coolest part about three is is there's two parts that the, everything there's two parts in three that stand out. Everything else, there's no explanation. There's mm-hmm. no, it's not a good plot that he doesn't, he doesn't tell you anywhere where he gets his clothes. He's yes, it does. Okay. Listen where? here, motherfucker. Okay. No, sidebar, no, no. sidebar, not, sidebar. Don't, don't tell me that he got it from the laundry hanging up. You he did get it from the laundry hanging no, up. It's clearly not. fucking shown. What? Listen, I don't think it showed him putting on a shirt on. I don't remember. They're not going to fucking show that. Cause then, well, then how do you know he got the laundry? Because he was chilling in the laundry when that bitch saw him. Ah, listen, what do you mean? Uh, ah? He had to change his listen, clothes from the last movie. They're all bloody harpoon, fucked up. That part was awesome. The harpoon scene was cool. I'll agree. And and the barn scene and the rest of the movie. You don't you could think just, the, and then the when, kill when the guy's walking on his hands and they use the plexiglass and shoot? That was kind of cool. Then yeah, it's fucking I like cool. that. It has I mean, good kills. We'll give it that. I don't like it. if they if they if what you say is right about the okay changes shirt. Well, they didn't. I don't think it was a good enough attempt of what they made to, to show that they didn't show him like, I don't know. It just was funny. Like it didn't, it, he just more, it didn't, how, I don't even know how he wound up where he was. It wasn't even in the same area. Wes, it wasn't even in Crystal Lake. Was he? Why did his, cha- why did Jason's cho- uh, clothes change between part six and seven? Where the fuck did his, I don't know. Where did his Batman utility belt go? Wes? I don't, that's a good question. I don't okay. know. That's why I don't like seven. Uh, that's why I don't <laughs> oh, like that's seven. why you don't like seven, right? Yeah. Okay. No, 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 no. No, there's other reasons why <laughs> now, I don't like seven. But, now that we're but, not uh, associated with the other guy, you can say why you don't like seven, Wes. No, well, I don't, I don't, you know, I'm not a, the biggest Kane Hodder fan, but <laughs> I, 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 uh, yes, there are problems with six, seven, two, of course. There's even problems like, well, I mean, four to you, you could kind of see four to six transition well because he is kind of looked as kind of the same. The mask is different a little bit because it's wider. But other than that, I mean, it's it, you could see where he gets all that stuff from that he has on. It shows where he takes it from, you know? I don't know. Uh, three is good, but four, listen, four is really hard to art. Like, I'm a six, I'm a six guy, but if someone told me I like four better, I really couldn't, or they thought four was better. It's hard to argue with four. It just, the problem is, is so that well. the same problem you have with the clothes thing? Is that he's pretty much wearing the same clothes in four? That he is in three. Yes, other than the pants. Right. 
Yeah. No, no, no. I'm not worried about that. I, I'm worried about the the clothes change from two to three. I was concerned about. <laughs> I didn't understand how he. They didn't show him. Okay, okay. Here, here. I'm gonna poke. Why some did hole he change off his panel? Why okay. did he? Why did he change his fucking pants between three and four? Did he shit himself? Like what the fuck? Well, they uh, just tinted, didn't they? Tint. They're they're like a khaki and they're gray in the three. So why didn't they show Jason taking his pants off, Wes? Huh? We really want to see that. I don't know, that. but that's more believable than going from flannel to 100 That's green. almost oh, as believable shit. as Michael Myers got fucking naked in between Halloween 7 and 8, took off all of his fucking clothes, cut the throat of a fucking paramedic, put the mask on him, and then Jamie killed him thinking that it was Michael. So at some point during Halloween <laughs> H2O, Michael Myers is fucking naked. So – could you imagine that movie? I want to see that movie. Right? Yeah. Show us You're that. sitting here bitching yeah. about closing changes, but you really want to see Jason Voorhees fucking well, naked changing? Well, I'm just changing? saying three is, a, three is a good movie, but it's got a lot of cheese in it. I mean, just take the just take the opening scene music. I understand it's the 80s, but uh, dude, I mean, I almost, I always started breakdancing. I mean, uh, it's, it's, it's so bad. It is. Dun, 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 <laughs> so watch bad. it again. When's the last time you saw it, DJ? I just uh, saw it a week ago in 3D with my daughter. Okay. I'm going to have to, I don't know. I don't know what to tell you, man. See, I, I'm a harsh critic when it comes to Friday the 13th because after, I four, I, after four, I could give a fuck less. Well, I'm, really. I'm after, I feel after six, I could care less. And then it got yeah. crazy. Yeah, I, I'm the, I, I can go a little farther. I go after six and they should have shut it down. Once he was under the lake with the chain around him, and I thought that was really cool. I'll Jason sure X that, is a masterpiece. Fight me. <laughs> What's that? Jason X is a masterpiece. Fight me. <laughs> uh, absolutely. absolutely. Yeah, I hate when people write that. Fight me. What are they, what are they talking about? <laughs> what if you actually showed up at the door? You're like, dude, you told me to fight you and just punch the guy. So J- Jason X, bitch, punch you in the throat. <laughs> yeah. No, I will freeze your fucking movie. face and smash it off a table. Like, Yes. <laughs> Look, I'll watch Jason X over fucking uh, Jason Goes to Hell any day. Oh, right? well, that's no, yeah, everyone that yeah, yeah that's yeah. Jason Goes to Hell is a absolute uh, fucking yeah. atrocious nightmare. That's why I can't agree <laughs> with all these people that with their they're so on Kane Hodder, and I'm like, dude, all of his movies stunk. He does call himself a pussy in that movie, though. He, oh, he does. Yeah, uh, whenever the corner comes out of the uh, the morgue, uh, Kane is playing a security guard. He's like, man, that Jason Voorhees is really a pussy. <laughs> he goes something, something along those lines i just think that's just the funniest part of the movie and the rest of it can go yeah forward. i just i i mean his best role was i mean and like i said when i was a kid i re- I, I thought seven was the best so i wised up and i really like was looking at the whole picture mm-hmm. and i was like nah seven's really like he really lo- he looks cool they made him look pretty cool in seven but uh, that's about his best role and then after that it just got worse and worse for him i mean it i mean just, yeah man we can give you a pass i mean when i was a kid fuck the the Matthew Broderick Godzilla was like my favorite movie for like a year. So right. you know, <laughs> you know, right? That's what I mean. Like, well, that, well, you know, I was you know, like probably like I don't know, uh, like ten when that when seven came out. So like I was like, wow, this is awesome. And it was probably I probably saw seven before three. So at that time, so I I, I thought, oh, he's awesome, and this is the best one. But yeah, I wised up with that quick. So well, yeah. welcome to yeah. the Goremore podcast, where sometimes we review movies, but mostly we talk about Friday the Thirteenth. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's what happens, man. Yes, every show, literally every fucking show we've ever done, <laughs> Friday the Thirteenth gets brought up. Every oh, time, shit, you uh, have to change the title now, right? Uh, so. Back to Chad's notes. The movie producer, Frank Mancuso Jr., oh my god, I just fucking realized what I'm reading, has acted in various producing capacities on four Friday the 13th pictures of whose film studios on them was the same Paramount Pictures for this film. 
We already mentioned that. That film had an additional alternate ending scripted at one point. In the ending, Muffy is left to believe she is alone on the island. Skips. Skip bursts out of a closet and cuts Muffy's throat. She screams only to have the rest of the characters thought to be gone. Enter the room laughing. They pranked her back. Oh, I see. I don't like the original ending. Like, why the fuck did they have that girl? Was that her mom? Was that her mom? Fucking beats my meat, man. I have no fucking clue. Who was that girl behind her? I thought it was her mom or something. I don't know. Do you have any idea who that person was, Alex? Uh, no, no. To be honest, like none of that movie is that memorable. Um, besides, like some of the cinematography and the score, I actually really enjoyed the score. I thought the score was all right. Okay, but you know, that's like the if I was to take away anything from it, like yeah, the score was probably like the only thing. So no, I have no idea. The film originally had a much longer, more twisted ending in the original script. After Muffy reveals the whole weekend was the setup, the guests leave except for Rob, Kit, Chaz, and. Nikki, who sneak back to the house to prank Muffy for revenge. Why the fuck do I hear a dog? However, when they yeah, return. Yeah, sorry. That's, <laughs> I, just, I just got a puppy, and she's fucking going nuts right now. You're sorry. Good. Skip cracks and uh, attempts to kill Muffy in a rage of jealousy. Rob jumps in and saves Muffy, killing Skip in the process. The ending actually was filmed, but didn't make the final cut as the studio opted for a more upbeat conclusion. This ending is identical <laughs> to how the books play out. There are several clues throughout the film which foreshadow the twist ending. One, in the very first scene, Muffy can be seen propping open the window in the cellar through which Kit and Rob crawl in to discover the clues. Ah, this was deliberate and crucial to the climax she had planned. Two, Nan says she met Muffy in drama society. Her her acting ability proved to be a vital asset in order to portray her fictitious twin sister, Buffy. Three, Deborah Foreman's nails are painted red throughout the entirety of the film, a subtle clue that Muffy and Buffy are the same person. Oh. Muffy and Buffy announces that the water main must be broken. However, later that the later in the evening, when Nikki is packing her bag, she ad- abs- absentmindedly turns onto the sink and gets sprayed in the face with water, a clear indication that the water is working fine. Huh. You know, I noticed none of these. <laughs> So maybe the film's smarter than we thought. Yeah, it might be. Maybe we're dumbasses. We got to rewatch it now. Well, uh, it ain't happening for me. Wes, <laughs> yeah. what's your big question for this film? Uh, my big question is why was this made? <laughs> because I mean, it's the '80s. And I'll they go need back money. to. I mean, it's just no. That's not an excuse. Uh, the '80s made some good movies. A lot of good movies, actually, in my opinion. But uh, it's just. I just I don't have anything for this movie. I just I'm in my head after saw this was I I felt like I was in, in, I don't know like I had smoked uh you know the the wrong crack pipe or something. I just my head was in a cloud, you know. Like you like you did the heroin that was in the medicine cabinet. Right, right, <laughs> the wrong stuff. You know what I mean? Yeah. I just, like what if what has happened here? So that, I mean I don't really have a question for this movie. I just other than why it was made. I just, and I'm ser- dead serious with that. Yeah. Not thrilled about this one. Uh, who was the douche of the movie? Chad. Oh, really? Chaz? Would, Chaz? Ch- I think Chad Chaz. Chris, Chaz. He was the Chaz. douche. Chad <laughs> Chris was a douche. <laughs> no, Chaz, yes. Chad was, Chaz was the douche of the movie, definitely. He did say so he had some he actually I'll give it some credit. He had some funny parts. Uh he was doing some funny stuff throughout Chaz the movie. Chaz is I guess. the uh guy that put on the gimp mask, right? 
the he was the one he he had the crazy um Johnny Rotten uh not Johnny Rotten uh the the, the hair like uh Sid Vicious oh kind of hair okay yeah he he got the pork the good girl at the end of bed I don't know what kind of sounds he was making but oh oh the when they had the pretzel twist going on <laughs> yeah yeah he was, he was getting, so, getting deep so, in there deep. yeah oh dude fucking knee deep yeah. <laughs> i mean yeah they're all so he was, like, what the fuck he, what he's was, like the knockoff like kevin bacon patrick swayze looking guy right yeah, yeah right yeah, all right yeah what the fuck's with that with the with the, the biff character uh the guy that plays biff i don't know why i keep calling him what is his name in the movie oh he he was in it the guy who played yeah. biff yeah yeah. Oh, yeah that was biff wow yeah uh his name's arch i think oh. i think that's what i saw on imdb uh, why, the, why the fuck oh. does he bend over walk into that room and then walk back out I have no idea. I, I was honestly just trying to figure out why the fuck he was in that movie to begin with. And right? I think that's where their $5 million budget went. Ah. <laughs> yeah, all I mean, because what? That came out in 86. So he really got famous from fucking Back to the Future. So, yeah, I mean, makes sense. He They probably spent most of their money I'm on him. Sure and, you, yeah, he got that part based off. Uh, that who do sure. you think yeah. the douche of the movie is, Alex? The douche? Yes. Oh, fucking all of them. <laughs> I mean, I mean, really, they're. They're all there to fuck with. I mean, don't they? They, they start fucking with uh, Muffy, right? Or is she fucking with everyone else? See this? I don't, yeah, right? Muffy. I just watched this too, like uh-huh. not even fucking six hours ago, and like I already forgot most of it. Oh, it's that's. I watched an hour ago, and it's out of my mind. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Already leaving. I, I don't even remember the character names. That's how fucking bad. I no, mean. yeah, I don't either. But you know what? I'll give it this. It made me laugh just because of how fucking stupid it was. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I give it that, <laughs> but uh, I'm okay with cheese fests. So, uh, what was your favorite kill? Uh, I'd have to say for my, well, okay. For the douche of the movie, I'd have to agree with Wes, but, uh, my favorite kill in the movie is whenever, what'd you say the guy's name was again? Uh, are we talking Biff? Yeah. Uh, Thomas F. Wilson or, or well, that's yeah, his Ar- actor Ar- name. His, the his guy, name the, the movie is Arch. Arch. Yeah. Arch. Uh, I like whenever he supposedly dies. I like how like the the noose, like the snare trap or whatever the fuck that is, like pulls. Yeah, him yeah. He's that, actual- that's what I wrote down. Yeah, I think that's my with the one. snake. Yeah, yeah. I thought that was cool too. They should have actually. He should have went up in the in the thing, and the snake should have bit him. That would have been cooler. Yes. Yeah, they should have actually killed him, and then the whole prank thing goes wrong. I mean, it would have been at least somewhat interesting. All right. But then it, it would have been fucking predictable as shit, though. Which I mean, whatever. It's the 80s. So we all agree <laughs> that that was our favorite uh, like kill kill yeah, scene. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, it's probably the most interesting one. Yes. Uh although I did I did enjoy uh well, you know what I could of whenever they're like I forget their fucking names but the the they're fucking in the boathouse and the dude's body kind of like floats yes. underneath them. That, that was cool. cool. I like yep. that. Which they never which is you know what's funny about that is that the dude floats by and they never go back to check on him or find his body. Right? Yeah, they do. Right. No, they do. No, they do. They, sure? they go. They go and try to like look for him, but you know, yeah, but they never find it though. Yeah. No, they never find it. He's fucking Which alive. Goofy. Where, where could it have went? Yeah, I don't know. That's, I mean, that's, so that's so funny. did these people just have like a bunch of fucking prosthetics that they just needed to use? Like, I mean, the of all the floating heads that were in that fucking well, like, good good lord. I mean, these right? people this have is a lot where of the fucking... budget went is like these practical effects that is just yeah. fucking crazy. <laughs> 
Hell, I think I think most of the practical effects went to the guy that got ran over by the fucking boat at the beginning. Right. <laughs> that was you know, so most of the budget went to that. That was that, that was my favorite scene. Going to best scene. I mean, yeah, I yeah. like that. I thought yeah. it was cool. My it favorite boat, scene is whenever cool. Arch is in front of the uh the house and he's making fun of that girl the way she talks. Yeah. Oh, he's doing the interview. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's my favorite. Like, yeah, and I'm going to try to get in as many uh women as I what did he say something like that? I'm gonna get in what's your what's your objective here? I'm trying yeah. to get in as I fuck many, on uh, the first date. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, that was funny. <laughs> <laughs> see, but there see the thing is like all the funny parts of that movie came from Biff. Mm-hmm. So, you know, that's why they got him too, I'm sure, because nobody else that movie would have been just well, they got Amy Steele also. Horrible. Scream. Yeah, they got true. Underutilized, but, if I may ask. Yeah. Well, may say, but uh, yeah, for sure. What is your What is your favorite scene, Alex? Oh shit. Uh, yeah. I mean, I, I already said it. It was the one in the boathouse. I thought. I mean, just for me, it just so your favorite kill and your favorite scene are the boathouse. And, yeah, yeah, it's kind of one because there. I didn't really. There's no real memorable scene for me. Mm-hmm. You know, out of that movie. Um, maybe when they first get on, get to the island and that whole scene, you know, when the dude gets run over by the boat and, you know, the fake, uh, knife in the stomach gag. That was funny. Yeah. Yeah. I thought that was good. So between those two, you know, if I had to choose, uh, what about us? Yeah. I like when the boat kind of crushes that guy and he's like, yeah, and he got up out of the thing. I thought it was kind of a neat, I I actually believed it at that point. I was like, even though that switchway was a gag, I thought that was real because I, I put two and two together. I'm like, why would they damage a boat trying to do a prank? I'm like, that's got to yeah, be real. Exactly. It was so a that, good. That actually hooked me where I believe that one. That one was real. I believe. The, the, yeah. The, mm-hmm. You know. I did too. I was it, was like, a good, it was a good trick. And then they rushed them away. Like they were like, it was serious. Like they put them yeah. in the boat and like, took off. Like it would be, that's what you would do. You yeah. know? And yeah. it looked awful too. The boat like crushed them. Oh, it looked terrible. But you know, but uh, yeah, yeah, I like yeah. that part. Did the opening scene hook you in? Negative. <laughs> Uh, I'm not into like found footage shit, so no, not really. Yeah, the opening scene. Yeah, with the uh, yeah, yeah with the yeah. uh, I've never, I've never been into it. I think the Blair Witch Project is like one of the worst fucking pieces of shit ever made, and I don't know why <laughs> it's so popular. Uh, I hate found footage. Like I really do. Like I fucking I cannot stand them. I don't know how they got so popular. Because it was different, and you're like, oh my god, it's so real. Yeah, I'm also just like, I'm such a fucking critic when it comes to horror movies. Like, you really got to fucking do some shit to sell me. Because mm-hmm. it's weird. I know I'm on a horror podcast. Look at me, and I'm talking shit about horror movies. Hey man, but, it, modern horror to... is shitty. So, oh no, I grant. I mean, yeah, for sure. I love 70s and 80s horror. Like, you know, throw me in there, I'm fine. So, but yeah, since we all agree that this fucking film sucks, uh, who is the best tits slash hottest girl? I'd like to say Nikki Brashears, played by Deborah Goodrich. Yes, she's also oh. in just one of the guys. She's if you've ever seen that movie, it's a really funny movie. Uh, in the it's a year prior to that, it's got the guy from Karate Kid uh, in it. It's hilarious. Ralph but anyways, Macho. yeah, no, not Ralph Macho, the guy, oh. uh, the Cobra Kai guy. Uh, what's his name? Oh, oh, Long yeah, guy. I have no, I have no idea. You know, he's trying to do that show on YouTube. Yeah, it's a pretty good show. <laughs> have you been watching it or no? No, no, I yeah, it's like pretty good. Really? That's what everybody yeah. keeps telling me. So yeah, maybe I'll really check good. it out. I've been, I've been, I got right. caught up on it. It's really good. Maybe I'll, yeah. I'll, 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 uh, you know take back my judgments because i wasn't sure on it yeah no it's good check it out yeah and he and um yeah he's in it too so she's she's definitely uh yeah she is definitely behind the scroll on that what do you what do you think alex well it was between her or uh deborah foreman who played muffy okay 
you know, it is what it is. That's just, that was just the two that stood out to me. Speaking of Deborah's, shout out to Deborah Voorhees for coming on last episode. Appreciate that. Yeah, uh, she did a good job. Yeah, that was cool, man. I listened to it. <laughs> Thanks. Uh, did the score set the mood? I thought so. I, yeah. I mean, look, I thought it did for what it was. You know, I, if there was anything, I, I at least enjoyed the score. It's not it was, like that song that plays at the end of Popcorn. No. Well, are we talking I can't even remember if they had actually any like real songs if it was just, you know. <laughs> <laughs> which song are you talking about at the end of Popcorn? The, which one? Oh, uh, the weird song? like reggae song. Oh, that was a little weird, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love that movie. The movie's great. Yeah, the, I like the I like the, the music in this movie. Yeah, I think it's uh, pretty good. Uh, I thought yeah, it, it worked right. for what it. it yeah, yeah, I thought it worked. Uh Best song I fuck don't remember a goddamn single song from this other than well I like the three fit. dog night at the end of the 70s I like a lot of uh, old rock and roll and stuff like that so okay. I, I'm I like that song I'm keen on that song so yeah, I like I'll it. agree I'll agree with that uh, favorite character I'm gonna go Chaz he's pretty funny so uh, Arch Cummings for me what about yeah you? I was the same I was gonna say uh, Arch Biff. The Can't next question is, was it scary? Fuck no. Absolutely no. not. Hell no. Does Hell it no. hold up today? That's a no. fucking negative. Was I mean, act- if it, it can hold up if you want to get, you know, really drunk with your friends and make fun of something. Also, a thing that Chad <laughs> didn't mention in the, uh, the notes is that there's actually a remake from 2008. I remember. Yeah. Sucker, how could you forget? <laughs> I remember that coming out, but I never watched it. Uh, they say it's uh, it's not an exact remake. It's kind of like a reboot type thing. Yeah. It's not. Hmm. Yeah. Uh, gotcha. Was the acting good or bad? Depends on the actor, honestly. Uh, well, I don't think the acting. It wasn't my problem, the acting. It was just yeah. it's the bad writing. movie. The bad, bad premise. I didn't like the idea of it. Yeah. I thought everything. I thought everything. But the whole plot was all right. Right. You know, right. I thought everything, I thought it was shot pretty nice. I thought, uh, like I said, the score was fine. I thought the acting was fine for what it was. Hell, I've seen worse acting yeah, in, me too. in like critical, critically acclaimed movies. So it's, you know. Yeah, I can't knock it for its acting. That, that wasn't my problem with it. Yeah. Do you like the cinematography? Well, just covered that. Yeah, I do. Yes. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't mind it. It looked decent. Yeah, I think it was. It looked professional. The film looked professional. Yeah. And then that just comes with Paramount, you know, the fucking huge studios. So. Yes. Do you like the premise? No. Yeah, well, absolutely no. not. Uh, I think I, I appreciate it for it trying something new, but other than that, it was poorly executed. Yeah. Yeah. Same. I, it no. definitely, it definitely could have been a cool, uh, a cool, you know, one off, but yeah, definitely poor execution. So I'm going to give this a one and a half out of five for the rating. Uh, what about you, Wes? That's exactly my rating. I was going to do one and a half out of five. Uh, what about you? Alex? you know, yeah, I'll, I'll just I'll do a two out of five just to counter you just because I like the cinematography and the score. OK, so that gives an average of one point six four April Fool's Day from 1986. That's now, our worst rating yet. It is. Uh, but before awesome. we go, Alex, I'm going to give you this time to shine. Tell us about your upcoming films, the film festival that you're a part of, all that stuff. Um, well, uh, right. I have nothing on my plate as of right now. I kind of like had to settle down and get a big boy job for the meantime, you know, independent film, you kind of go broke. So, uh, 
other than that, I have um, my short film Grief that I uh, actually recut to better music um, that I'll actually release on YouTube here in a minute. So uh, I can send you the link and you can hook it up. Oh, cool. Whatever you oh, we do. will yeah, promote it for you, buddy. We'll, we'll, what? we'll promote it for you. We'll post it. Oh, on sweet. Yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah, I'll I'll, uh, I'll I'll let that go live on YouTube as soon as the show's done. Uh, I have, including that and another short film of mine, uh, The Seventh Sin, that'll be, uh. it will be involved in a uh, a film festival at um, Pinewood Studios in in your uh, London. So if anybody knows who Pinewood Studios is, they do every single Star, Star Wars? Wars movie you've ever seen. <laughs> yeah. Um, so that that was like a huge fucking you know dude hell yeah to me. I, I haven't ever b- been accepted into a film festival before so that's pretty to be, neat, man to be accepted at to pinewood studios is pretty fucking nice you know mm-hmm. so yeah that's cool and wes when we do our film this guy's directing just to let you know cool He's, <laughs> hey man i'm I all for it I, films just get me to get naked i'll be all right <laughs> <laughs> There's got to be a death scene hard. of Wes, and he's yeah, going to no. be naked. <laughs> That's fun. I mean, I just you want know. one ball shot in the movie. No, I'm cool. Oh, dude, we can we can do that. Oh. We can hook you up with a ball <laughs> the shot. The cinematography on his nutsack was just exquisite. Right. I mean, just the back of it just bouncing on something. <laughs> oh man, we'll get a we'll get a nice fucking like backlight on it. You know, right. get a fucking get a JJ Abrams lens flare in there. <laughs> fucking really make it shiny, man. Awesome. Be fucking sweet. My kind of director. I'm a visionary, man. I can't right. help it. I see that. <laughs> yeah. So, what you working on? Any other projects uh, right now? Uh, not really. I'm I'm editing a short for a buddy of mine. It's uh it's a comedy. It's called Office. It's kind of it's like a weird, quirky uh you know, comedy set in a time travel office. So it's that that's, it's literally all it is. And it's just, you know, it's, it, it is what it is. I just told him I'd edit it for him. It's his first short film and he didn't have an editor. So I'm being nice. Yes. There's actually so, a movie but other called than that, Ed the I don't, that, that is like an editor that goes crazy and kills people from watching so many horror films. Yeah. See that, that premise, because, uh, I can relate to that. So, <laughs> <laughs> But next week on Gormore, we will have, I think Tuesday, there will be a special episode. We will have Emily Helene and Joe Gallo from 13 Gallows Lane on for an episode. It will just be me and them talking shit, chomping at the bit, and just loving the hell out of it. Uh, it's going to be a funny episode. Just stay tuned for that. Uh, we got Hall of Heroes coming out this week and Do Back Discussion, pretty much. Also, our Avengers Endgame t-shirts are still up on sa- up for sale on our Public. Uh, just type in Do Back Discussion on our Public store. And as a friendly reminder that the Gormore Podcast is part of the Do Back Discussion Podcast Network and DoBackDiscussion.net where you can find other great podcasts such as the Do Back Discussion Podcast, your source for Star Wars news theories and reviews, the Hall of Heroes Podcast, your source for comic book news theories and reviews, and the soon-to-be-released Bantha Babble Podcast, your source for Star Wars lore and much more. Uh, you can find all those on uh, iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, and DoBackDiscussion.net. But yeah. Thank you, Alex, for coming on this show. Uh, oh, man, thanks for having me. You're going to have to – I, I want to be on one of those Star Wars ones because uh, I'm more of a Star Wars geek than yeah, I am man. a horror uh, geek. So 
we we're open uh, on that show. Actually, it's not like this show where we're booked uh, <laughs> for guests. Uh, that show is yeah. actually pretty open. We'll have you on. I'll, I'll just tell Jared that you're coming on one of these days, and we'll make it happen, fuck, man. Fuck yeah, man! I love Star Wars. It's uh, it's yeah. the reason why I want to make movies. So Wes wants to come I on too. Get, but I got to get on there too and get crazy. <laughs> Hell yeah, man! Let's do it. Let's yeah. get fucking buck wild. Yeah, man. We'll get up on there. Yeah. Hell yeah. But it's nice having you on, man. Definitely. Yes. Oh man, yeah, it's been fun for sure. So uh, that is TJ Bowser signing off. Wes. And oh yeah, it's me signing off. What's going on, guys? See you next time. And Alex. I I won't be here next time, but it was good to be here. Until next, <laughs> until you come on again. Until I come on again, but not You'll the next be back time. Back like yes. the Terminator. You will be back. Yeah. yeah. <laughs>